It's Divas That Care Radio, stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First, I want to take just a moment and thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very special chat today, as I have with me my returning monthly diva, Deb Matlock, and her and I are going to chat about the wild necessity of hope. Oh, man, am I ever excited. Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? I would be happy to. Thanks so much. Yep, my name is Deb Matlock, and I am joining you all from Colorado today. I have a small business called Wild Rhythms where I focus on helping people develop their deeper sacred connection to the earth and to wild spirit and to all the animals on the planet. And I offer trainings for practitioners, people who want to add nature connection work to what they're offering their own clients, and I also offer retreats and other programs for folks. So, um, And I'm really excited about this topic because I think this is a foundational topic to, to all of those things I just mentioned. Oh. That you were just thinking, saying what I was just thinking, because I was just thinking, I'm hearing hope in everything that you're doing on how you're connecting with all kinds of different people and connecting to helping them to connect to the earth, animal, and spirits. What that, That's hope just in so many different ways. It's just spelled out in different ways, and I love that. Oh, that was that was a beautiful introduction into our wild necessity of hope. <laughs> Yeah, I love what you said about how it's it is you know, I think that that's that's such a great place to start that that hope, you know, it's it's like a, it's it's a it's a foundational orientation. You know, it doesn't mean we have to pretend it's there or force it, but but I think it it really is all around us, you know, and it's really available if we open our eyes to it. So, yeah, what a great place to start. I hear you. I hear you completely. Hope hope is just everywhere. I mean, like Every morning, to me, there's hope as the day starts to lighten up. I mean, we go out of the darkness, and even if the sun doesn't come up, we're still getting light. It's still hope for a new day that lies ahead. And I feel it's in our hearts, then, to decide how and what direction we are going to take that with the hope that's in that day for us, because the world is giving us this beautiful another day and we can take it with hope and uh, move forward with it. Oh, what are some of the thoughts you're having about it, Deb? Yeah, I think, you know, I think hope is one of those, those words that gets, that gets tossed around. You know, we, we know we need it. Mm-hmm. We know, you know, so many times in our lives we find ourselves sort of dancing with it, you know, whether we're, we're tending to a sick loved one and we're hoping that they recover or we're hoping for a certain outcome of a certain situation or or we're hoping a certain team wins a certain game, you know, like wh- whatever it is, I, I feel like hope is such a, a partner in our daily lives. And when we allow ourselves to consciously say, 
I, I value this partner. I really want this partner to be here. And I want to I wanna be able to turn towards this partner even in the times where things can feel hopeless. And I think, you know, one of the ways that I know for me that, that helps me remember hope is, is letting myself feel and, and appreciate the awe and the beauty like you were just mentioning. You know, I think sometimes it's just the, the beauty of, of the sky or the sunset or the awe of watching a migration of, of birds flying overhead. You know, there's so many places where I feel like that that beauty and that awe just allows me to sort of feel, um, touch into this bigger mystery, this bigger, just incredible mystery of what, what's going on here. And in that place of, of mystery, I feel like there's a lot of hope because mystery by the nature of what it is is there's not always answers. And so it's like I don't have to have the answer to something to feel hope about it. I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Oh yeah, yes. I I totally can feel that because what you were saying, a flock of birds flying over. Like yes, I mean it's been cold here the last few mornings, and yesterday morning it was just so beautiful how so many of the birds were just flying around and just on the ground eating little things, and I'm like, it is just amazing because of they don't they don't stress over it. Their hope is always there that they're going to find something. They're being taken care of. And to me, they are a sign of hope, of seeing them in the trees. And just just their beauty, it, to me, is just a sign of hope. And, and their attitude of how they accept the weather changes outdoors. And they were just happy as could be. And I thought redbirds are my true angels, which I've said on many shows. And I think I saw... I know I saw two or three of them yesterday, and it was just absolutely incredible, as cold as it was. And there they were, just sitting up in the trees, just chirping away. Their their lyrics of, to me, it's the hope of what they are not, they are not expecting so much out of life like us humans are like, oh, we got to do this, we got to do this, it's got to happen this way, it's got to happen that way. And they're just taking the present moment and enjoying it. And to me, even living in the present moment like that is hope for the next moment. <laughs> oh, I love what you just said. Living in the present moment is hope for the next moment. I have, I've never thought of it that way, but that feels so completely perfect. You know, if we're in that present moment, we're, we're aware of those around us. We're aware of our own bodies and our own minds and our own hearts. And you know, we're we're coming from that place of, of what's the next best step or the next best action or, or whatever it is, you know, and I feel like um, that makes so much sense. You know, it's a grounding place. It's a, it's a place of just enjoying life in that moment and whatever we do next is going to come out of that clarity and, and, and that sense of connection and groundedness as opposed to, um, like you were saying, you know, with the expectations that we as humans can often have about what our day is supposed to look like or how something's supposed to pan out, you know. And, um, you know, I, I like to, to think, you know, the word plan is a four-letter word to the universe sometimes, I think, you know, because we can make plans and then off mm-hmm. they go into some other direction. But within those different directions, that awareness and being in that present moment, there's there's so much hope. I, this is so beautiful how you said that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I I have learned so much through my horses about living in the present moment and and the birds. And the horses started me into it, and now I'm seeing it in so many different ways. And there is so much hope in that. And I've 
like we you said, we as humans, we're always making these plans, and then they don't always work out. But when you stop a lot of times and realize what came out of that plan not working out and going a different direction, there is so much hope right in that moment because maybe you touched someone else's life that you had no plans that you were going to touch and maybe you gave them a little bit of hope just because your plan, the universe said, no, we're going to go this direction and you were willing to flow with that and touch someone else's life and give them a little bit of hope. So, yeah, plans plans aren't always having to be kept. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sometimes they have minds of their own, and we just go along for the ride. Um, well, and you you bring up a, a beautiful point there about about like the the spreading of hope, and mm-hmm. you know how I think that's one of the things that I don't know. I feel like it's such a it's such a needed thing in the world. You know, there's so much that that can derail hope, and you know the world we live in right now. There's just so much going on all the time that can just break our hearts and just really get our our minds just swirling and and but thinking of hope as something that not only we hold for ourselves or that we cultivate for ourselves but that we also can share with others it just feels like a beautiful you know spreading like a ripple in a pond you know a little rock goes into mm-hmm. the pond and then this ripple just keeps on going and pretty much the whole pond has got a little ripple going through it and that's the image oh. that came up when you were talking about that Oh, I love that because what that brings to my mind too, how you explained it even further, when you smile, the world smiles with you. And it's kind of the same way with hope. If you give hope and continue to pass it on, before long, it's all everything's full of hope. And to me, hope is being able to see the light and bringing that light out and letting it shine. So, yeah, hope hope is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, the, the the part of hope that I get really excited about is, you know, I think of it um, as where does hope lead us to mm-hmm. behave or act, you know, and because I think, you know, even if we're sitting out and looking at the sky and watching the birds fly over, you know, there's our heart can be pulled. And, and that, that idea that, that I've heard people say that, you know, hoping is a waste of time in the world, you know, and things like that. And I was like, well, except for if it's active, it's not. and And there's a a book called Active Hope by uh, Chris Johnstone and Joanna Macy that talks about, you know, it's difficult sometimes to stay in the place of hope, but there's so there's so much power and beauty into letting our hope guide our actions. You know, letting letting our hope that our garden is beautiful encourage our actions in the fall to plant and to prepare the soil a certain way. You know, that's a a, a simple metaphor, but really it's a it's a good one for this. It's it's like. You know, I know in the fall I, I bed down my garden and I, I do certain things to to help the soil and, and to keep it so that when the spring comes, everything is ready to just um, jump right back in. You know, but I'm also kind of hoping that it's going to do that in the spring, you know. I don't know for sure. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah, and that, I mean, it brings to mind, too, with the trees. Right now, I mean, they're they're barren. There's no leaves on them, but there is hope that in the springtime they will be beautifully green again because they are still standing there and they are still life. They are alive. They are, For us, they are giving a lot of windbreak to the cattle and to the animals, a place for the birds to be in. 
and the squirrels and all of that. But to me, I see hope in the trees, even in the wintertime, because of everything they're doing then. Plus, they're there for when the beauty starts to come back to them with all of the greenness to them. So there's hope. Hope right there is in my eyes. <laughs> you know, you're making me think of a story, you know, when the pandemic hit. I, I live here in Colorado, and, and, you know, that was a February and March. We were kind of realizing we were in and I, you know, a pandemic and that COVID was spreading and we were going into lockdowns and everything felt so disorienting and so stressful. And I know like so many people, you know, I was very worried about finances because so much of my business was in-person work that right. was basically disappearing overnight. And, you know, I, I remember mm-hmm. sitting there going, okay, take a deep breath, don't. And then I walked outside one day and, it was probably later in March, so maybe a week or two after the World Health Organization said, we are in a pandemic, you know. And these little bulbs were coming up in my garden because it was spring. And in Colorado, we get a lot of snow in March, but also underneath that snow, there's often bulbs. And and I remember just going outside, and I looked, and these little bulbs were coming up, and I just started to cry, and it just gave me so much hope. It, it was like a reminder mm-hmm. that, okay, everything right now is feeling completely disorienting and stressful. I, I, I did not feel grounded. I felt like I had no idea what was happening, like I know so many of us felt. And then here comes mm-hmm. the bulbs, and here's the robin looking for, for worms. And, and I thought, okay, okay, it's all, it's all still working. We're just, yeah. things are a little different on top, but, but the core of it. And it, it just gave me so much hope. I, I remember in that moment I thought, all right, if you're going to still bulb, you know, make your flowers, and you're going to still hunt for your worms, I can mm-hmm. do this thing. I can I can also mm-hmm. still do what I was doing. It just may look a little different, you know. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I love that, how you said it. the core of it was still going, just like the flowers, the trees, the animals. Everything was still still going. The core of what keeps keeps the earth, the animals, and the spirit going had not stopped. It didn't have a lockdown and a pandemic. It was still going on. And that's where the hope to me lies. I loved how you put that in the core of it with that. And I can think of, like I said, so many things that the core of it was still going to keep the world going. There was still air out there. The sky was still beautiful. The sunrises, the sunsets, the core of what gives us hope was still there. It was just us as humans then having to basically change our plans a little bit and yeah. to rearrange some things. So, oh, I love that, the core of it. That was just beautiful, Deb. <laughs> you know, and I think another piece that, that sometimes um, makes me feel so much faith in the power of hope and is mm-hmm. is when things like, for example, the pandemic, you know, show up. And when we see all the people jumping into action to help other people, like I know in my own little town here, a whole bunch of folks got together and created a, like a grocery shopping um, home care stuff for some of the elderly folks who, who really couldn't leave their home safely. You know, early on mm-hmm. in the pandemic, you know, using Instacart would be difficult for some of these folks because they weren't using computers. And so it was really neighbors going you know, door to door and, and, you know, what do you need? And then bringing them a box and putting it on the porch, you know, so that it was just – but it was just people – saying, I see a need, and I, and I think I can help with it. 
and mm-hmm. we're in this crisis together or whatever is happening. And I just look at that and I feel like that is such an example of, of like the active part of hope, like we were just talking about a minute ago, of where, of where that hope can really fuel us, you know, and say, hey, we could do something here that's probably going to bring some hope to somebody else too. Right, right. Oh, yes, I love that active hope because it is, it can be such a, it's such a powerful motivator and it allows you to give inspiration to come up with ideas and make it active, make it being able to give another one hope or even the animals. I, they always, they just amaze me because just like the horses, they're so excited in the morning when I come to feed them or when I open, when I see my dogs, the dogs are so happy to see us right away in the morning and the cats and I mean, they are just hope. They, they never give up. I mean, they're always there. They're excited about it. And they, to me, they ha- are showing me how much hope they have. And they, they don't question it. They just have hope that it's a new day. They're going to be here to feed us and take care of us. And on they go. So, yeah, I love that, how it can be an active part of hope because that is that is just beautiful to be a let it be a motivator for you and and an inspiration to you as hope is that is beautiful to have it as an active part of you yeah and i think it's i think it's where the power of hope really lies i mean because you know when we hope say for something in the world to be different maybe we hope for Mm -hmm. the earth to be you know conserved and cared for or we hope for you know, certain um, groups of people to get along or, you know, that hope, it starts to show us, I think, where our heart is speaking to us. And that, to me, is like, I feel like every nonprofit, for example, that's out there that, that assists something in some way, you know, whether it's an animal welfare or, a, you know, an elder care or an environmental or whatever, religious, whatever it is, I feel like, you know, the seed that started all of that was somebody hoping Mm-hmm. for the world to, to be better in a certain way. And then right. it led them to right. say, I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it that way. Or, or you know, and I think we can do that in, in small and large ways and no matter what we're doing, whether it's privately working with our own garden or we're making food choices based on, on what we hope the world is going to be like. You know, mm-hmm. I hope the world is this way, so I'm going to make this choice. And I, I think that that's where if we think of hope as a really empowering part of ourselves and as something that we can, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like the, the life partner, it's, it's right there with us. But if we can really think of it as as that thing that, that really allows us to, to live our lives with integrity that fits our hearts and souls, you know, I think our hope is where our heart sometimes really speaks. Oh, oh, how beautifully said. Yes, that's exactly right. Hope is is coming from our heart. It really speaks through our heart. I uh, Something that just came to mind, and it's even with, like with Divas That Care, Candace saw a hope to give women a platform that are working to make the world a better place. And look at all the women that she has given hope to by bringing in and having the shows and doing the books and just things like that. And it just all started with her having the hope and how many lives have been touched through it. So, yeah, that came to my mind with Divas That Care. And there's so many other things like that, like you were talking of different organizations, and that is the one that came to my mind of everything that has happened just because 
she had the hope that she could see that vision and it came from her heart. So when you lead with your heart, hope will just, it will, it will blossom when you lead with your heart is how I feel. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I totally agree. And, and I think that there's a a piece here where, you know, courage, I think courage is such a beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. part of hope. Because like your, your example of, of Divas That Care, I mean, you know, she also had the courage to say, okay, I'm going to give this a go and let's just see what happens, you know. And everything we try, there's always a possibility it's not going to go like we thought or, you know. So I think that sometimes when we let our hopes, you know, our hearts speak through hope and we say, okay, here's what I'm going to go do, we also have to know that, that there may be that moment of risk, feeling risky or vulnerable about it, but that if we really listen to the voice of hope, you know, that's stronger than that fear might be or that you know, the courage is is also in that same place. You know, it's it's like mm-hmm. I want this to be different. Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm I'm going to go to city council and speak about this issue in my town. I'm really nervous. I don't know if I'm going to say the right thing. You know, but I I have a hope that my voice will help make a difference. So I'm going to let that fuel me and give me the courage to just say, let's try it. You know, let's try it. Let's see. Oh yes, how beautifully said. To fuel, let your heart fuel the courage to give you hope to do it all. Oh, wow. That, yeah, that is just beautiful. When you, when you do it that way, yeah, there's, there will be some ups and downs. And like you said, you may not have the, you don't feel like you have the courage or you may not say the right words. But if you're speaking from your heart, they will be the truthful words. And that's what needs to be heard. So that's, that's another way I look at it, too, is uh, the truth comes from the heart, and you'll have the courage to speak the truth. So, oh, beautiful, Deb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I think that that's where when, when hope gets, um, I don't want to say a bad name, but when people start to lose hope, when people start to feel yeah. like, okay, I, I can't, I've tried everything, or this situation is not going to get any better, there's nothing I can do. You know, we're we're all human, and we can get broken down, and we can get to that place of, of mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, I literally can't see another way. I can't see a way this is going to change, but I really hope it would. And that, that's the door. That's the door. But I really hope that it will change. We walk through that door with the courage it takes to go there, and we just say, okay, all right, I'm, I'm through the door. All right, what do I do next? Let me think about that for a minute, you know. <laughs> um, you know, because I think that's that's the piece that is is so powerful, and I, you know, when I think of, of hope, I, I actually, um, it was years ago, I had a dog who was, was ill and with cancer, and it was at the end of her life, and we were we were navigating quality of life versus quantity, and you know, all of those really difficult difficult things. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my veterinarian, this was about 20 years ago, and I, and I said, well, I just, I just keep hoping that we're going to figure something out, because this was a, this dog, her name was Kaya, and she was... She was a young dog. She was a border collie mix, and she got a cancer at the age of seven. So that was really midlife, you know, and it was really crushing. Yeah. And, yes. and I said, I just keep hoping we're going to figure something out. But then I, but then I stopped myself because I, I know that's not a good idea. And the vet said, there's never anything wrong with hoping. Mm-hmm. He said, because even if, even if we can't solve this cancer for her, she's going to feel your energy of hope when you're with her every second of the time that you have left. And she's going to feel that lightness in your heart. And honestly, I have to say, I, that moment changed my life because she did ultimately pass from that cancer, and I still I still think of her and miss her, and it's been almost 20 years. But that little mm-hmm. 
wisdom from the veterinarian about how it's it's never a bad idea to hope. It's right. just it's not going to hurt because even even if if the situation doesn't immediately change, our hoping changes us and it changes how we interact with the situation. Mm-hmm. And it did. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped looking at her as a sick and dying dog, and I started looking at her as my my dog who's here. And what fun right. can we have? And what can we do today? And what can we do to enjoy mm-hmm. each other today? You know. Mm-hmm. And I thought there's so yeah. He he changed my life with that with that one little sentence. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. And that she could feel your energy of hope and how true that is. And like you said, it totally changed rather than moaning, rather than being sad all the time. And her, if you're sad, then they're sad. You rather made the time that you had together a joyful time. And that's that's what they want too. They want to enjoy you as much. Oh, that was that was beautiful. Yes, and to feel that energy of hope, and I think that is I say that a lot of times too with different circumstances. I'm always like I'll say, well, I'm going to send you positive energy. I'm going to send you the positive vibes. I'm calling in your angels to help you, rather than focusing on what their the problem is. To me sending out some positivity or sending out showing that you care means so much more because it is giving them maybe just a spark of hope because you're thinking of them in in a positive way like that. Oh, yeah, I love that because I do that too. I'm sending you good vibes, you know, I'm sending you, but you're right, it's it's really sending hope that whatever the situation is is going to resolve itself or, or move forward or... Um, you know, I, I said that to a friend last week who had a job interview. You know, I, I'm sending good energy your way. Well, I, what I was doing was sending her hope that she gets the job, you know, if if it's the right place for her to be. And, oh, that's mm-hmm. a beautiful way that you put that. I'm going to be thinking about that now every time I say that to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> put little wings on the hope and just send it along, you know. <laughs> yep, a little spark of hope. And, and, to me, and I love to hear it, I guess that's why I like to give it out because that's what I want to come back to me is that that knowing that someone else out there really does care. Yeah, your circumstances may be where you're not seeing the hope so well, but there's someone out there that does care. So right there's hope because someone actually cares and is sending you that that love and energy and angels to be with you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then does that inspire someone to send that along, you know, and then here we are back with mm-hmm. rippling our hope out into the world, you know, and, and letting it fuel all the different hearts. And, and how far does it go? You know, we may not even know how far it touches. It's that, you know, we say it to someone, they say it to someone, they say it to someone, and, you know, it could be somebody we'll never meet that ends up being impacted in a, in a positive way. Exactly. Oh, how very true that is, too. Oh, I love that. It just, it just it kind of... Uh, winds the web together when we're sharing it with others and they share it and on we go and we're just, we're keeping that uh, web of life going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the web of life, the web of hope. <laughs> <laughs> the web of hope. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, Deb, I knew that this would just fly by. We have, I it always is so much fun and we, 
share so much when we chat. I absolutely love this. What are maybe just a quick golden nugget and also how people can connect with you so when they they hear this and they go, I want to connect with Deb. I love what she's doing and I'd like to connect with her. What? How? How can people do that along with a golden nugget to leave with them today? Absolutely. Yeah, I would love to connect with anybody um, and chat further. My website is wild-rhythms.com, and I've also got a Facebook group called Sacred Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals, and Spirit. So you're very welcome to reach out um, in either of those ways. And um, a golden nugget, I would say, is is like if we were to all go forward and just say, okay, what what do I feel really hopeful about right now? But that I also feel like, oh, is it, is it okay to hope about that? Is that too big or is it too unlikely or whatever? And just let ourselves, instead of stopping that hope, just say, okay, what if I for a moment say, I really hope that this, this is how this thing turns out or that this is what happens. And then what could I do right now to possibly bring about that outcome? Like what small or large act could I just do fueled by my hope? And just letting ourselves, letting ourselves kind of be in that space, and and just inviting hope to speak through us a little bit. And just getting curious oh, oh. about where it takes us. Oh, how beautiful, Deb! I loved it. I loved it. Thank you so much. Oh, this was amazing again. Thank you so much, Deb. <laughs> oh, it was a, it was a joy. I, I love doing these. So thank you very much for having me on as a guest. You are so very welcome. So very welcome. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing, amazing diva, Deb Matlock. Be sure and tune in next month when she will be sharing more of her knowledge. Share this show with all your family and friends and check out all the hosts and their shows on DivasThatCare.com. Have a magical day and remember, lead with your heart because it will speak about the hope that lies within you. And be kind to all. Give your animals a hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyle. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.